Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bitter Rivals podcast. Boy, are we excited to be here. This is episode 50. Obviously, no, I'm Avery. This is Gatano. And special guest this week... Trevor Edgar. Here he is. He's back for episode on, 50. Fellas? We had to bring him in. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's oh, a pleasure having you, Trevor. I just want to start by saying that it was about six weeks ago around episode 44 when we were kind of started planning episode 50. And the first thing I said was, we got to get Trev back. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> One of the biggest supporters of the show. Oh, yeah. Just love yeah, him. Love him to pieces. Boy. We're so happy to have you back here again. Uh, so we have so much shit to talk about. We have the NHL trade deadline in eight days. We have the outdoor game at, what is it still Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton? Is, it, is that still what it's called? I think it's still Tim Hortons Field, yeah. Where the Ticats play, that that stadium. Outdoor game between the Buffalo Sabres and the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. Uh, we have some debates to be had. I can already tell you that we're going to argue about who the best player in the world is today. <laughs> um, yeah, there's so much going on. Montreal's still rolling. Uh, ah. They tapered off a little bit? A little bit, a little bit. They're, they still win, winning games, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Leafs' goaltending situation is absolutely abysmal. It's just... Like, so do you want, do you want like, to start there, Ave? We'll start there. So since January 1st, the Leafs' save percentage is like... It would have been a bottom five save percentage in 1980. That's how <laughs> bad it's been. It's atrocious. It's absolutely terrible. Jack Campbell's out two weeks with a rib injury. Peter Morazic has an opportunity... Um, Again, who did we, I forget who we even played. We went, oh, uh, Arizona has an opportunity against Arizona. Was it Arizona? Yeah, no, it was Arizona. Yeah, yeah that, was, and, that was the overtime game. Yeah, that was the overtime game. Yeah, and guys hanging out at the blue line for two of the goals. Just absolutely. Like Sheldon Keefe can, comes out after the game and literally says that first goal is the worst goal we've given up all year. He goes to blocker it into the corner. It hits off the inside of his blocker, pops over his head, and drops beside him to his left, where there is an Arizona Coyote player who just, like, just... Free goal. It's a gift. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The Chikrin goal. The, the second goal. What? Yeah, I don't want to mention the last one in OT. <laughs> I'm lose my mind about that. I'm not going to lie. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was a little excited. Oh my god! Uh, just because I was like episode fifty, and we get a referent, like perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we'll we'll talk about that later. We'll keep we'll keep the referent f- for later. But the goaltending has just been abysmal. Um, the thing is, is fans are calling for all these trades to pick up all these guys. Who are we trying to like? Mark Andre Fleury's been almost worse than Jack Campbell since January first. He's been terrible. He's been god awful. Trust me, he's on my fantasy team. I know. <laughs> Why would we do that? Why in God's name would we go after a guy like Marc-Andre Fleury? He's at the back end of his career. We'd have to give up an arm and a leg for him. For what? Are we, is, he, is that going to be the difference? Picking up Marc-Andre Fleury, whose save percentage is just as bad as Jack Campbell's. That's going to be what saves us. I, I don't think so. I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, I'm inclined. It's just not going to happen. Um, I, I mean, think the, 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 one... the right choice at all. The one thing I will say there is he has the playoff experience. He's he's won what two cups? 
But if we're going to go like that, like I, I, Peter Mrazek hasn't won cups, and I understand that he hasn't won cups, but Peter Mrazek has played a lot of good good hockey in his career. No, 100%. That's, I've said this from the very beginning. Anybody who watches this show knows my thoughts on goaltending. It's the most random, ridiculous thing. There's like two or three guys in the world that you can actually rely on. Yeah. And one's Carey Price, one's... Andre uh, uh, Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky, and the other one's Shosturkin. But even Shosturkin, that's only like a this year thing. I would yeah, argue he's that not, he's not even that proven that either. Oh, so, what was that, Trev? Hellebuck? Yeah, I'd, say I'd, I'd argue about Hellebuck being on that list. He's been uh, awful this year, though, Trevor. He's been terrible. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think he, he's been more good than bad. If you look, okay, uh, you put overall. Price on that list, and Price has had a lot of shit years in recent memory. Can Price turn it on, and is he absolutely amazing? 100%. I'd put him on that list. No no doubt about it. But if you're going to do that, I would argue that Hellebuck should be on that list, too. That's fair. Like, yeah, That's not here, but like you said, goalies, totally random. Who knows? Totally random. Like, look, at, you got Matt Murray coming in, wins back-to-back cups. It's been absolute dog water since. Yeah. So, <laughs> Just, like, shit. The, the Ottawa Senators <laughs> signed him to, like, a fucking five-by-five. Five. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got two Yo, rings like he's, he, money. He's perfect. Yeah, he's making 5.5 fucking playing in the AHL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Honestly, Just, uh, just on goalies... Uh, just quick with you, Trev. Yeah. Episode six of the Better Rivals podcast. You said Jack Campbell was a number one goalie. Yep. Um, we kind I mean, of looked for a long time, so it looked like I was a genius. But I mean, <laughs> um, that I'm, being said, I think he, I think he still has it. He has the potential for sure. He's shown it, and it's not like he he had it for a little bit. Like he was rock solid all last year, and for a good chunk of this year. And I mean, now he's out with injury, so. Maybe that's what yeah, he, like yeah, he hasn't had a great uh, run totally this year. Uh, that's for sure. But uh, he, he strikes me as the type of goalie that's like pure confidence. And if he gets kind of rattled that, you know, he, he needs the team to pick him up and then he'll start playing to that potential again, uh, which is, you know, could be dangerous in a goalie for sure. But um, well, especially come playoff. It's also his first, yeah, exactly. But it's also his first time as, as a starter. I mean, he was backing up quick for like years in L.A. So, I mean. I think you got to give him some time. Um, I'm not ready to throw him out at all. Uh, no, no, to, no, no, no. Which, which brings me to what you were saying with Flurry. Like, yeah, he's. What do we got to pay an arm and a leg for a guy that's on the, the back end of his career with basically no upside? When Campbell has all the upside in the world and he's not making all that much money right now. So, um, I think you kind of got to goalies are voodoo and you kind of got to ride it yeah. out. So, you know, as soon as you trade Jack Campbell, he's going to go on and win the business. So, <laughs> look at Freddie Henderson right now. Yeah, Anderson. I think he's leading in both wins and save percentage. Like, uh, goal. He's leading the league in goals against at two point oh six. He's That's second in save percentage with point uh, nine two nine, and has three shutouts on the year. So he's a those goalie. are solid numbers. Yeah. And just back to Jack Campbell for a second. Maybe he was hurt because now he's out with this rib injury. It's been noted. He like Morgan Riley actually said after it was announced, he's he told me he's been dealing with this for a while. So Mm. that might have something to do with his his drop off in play, because like you said, Trevor, for the first half of this year, like we're talking about a Vesna caliber all star goaltender. This guy was at the all star game. Yeah, no, he's been he's been and something just changed. It wasn't like, you know, he gradually slowed down. He was going from all-star caliber goalie to all of a sudden 
just After not the All-Star very break, great. Since the All-Star break, he's been god-awful. Yeah, so he's been, yeah, terrible. Um, well, and do you know what? This two weeks... Could be an injury, could be confidence, could be just a whole number of things. Like just He was also sick in that stretch. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it could be a, a slew of things. I mean, who knows? He was injured, he was sick, and uh, confidence has been rattled because of those things. And, you know, the team uh, came out hot and then was kind of like not putting up goals also for a while and just uh you know it's it's just a combination of things and yeah that's what it is i think they well, gotta play and, through it personally i know fans yeah. like to react and freak out because whatever and it's like okay we're still having a franchise year right now like what are we like 30 something and it's like they're the leafs are winning they're doing well we're a top five so, team in the nhl yeah it's not paying uh, th- 37 16 and five yeah that's that's all right if you told <laughs> me that at the beginning of the year just think of like what was a game four or five guys were throwing jerseys on the ice this year. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. So it's just the leaf. That's just nature of being a leaf fan. People are yeah, reactionary so and, and insane. So ridiculous. I mean, he could continue to be absolute trash and you know what I mean? But I mean, I think we addressed at that point. I don't think you just absolutely, I don't think you panic and, and get rid of him. Um, I don't think, I don't think there's could any you, way if they to could pick up better. some kind of goalie. I mean, maybe that would be all right, but uh, Campbell Mrazek, if they're playing well, is, you know, great tandem. It is. It is. If Mrazek's playing up to his ability and Jack Campbell is playing, like, that's the thing about Jack Campbell is I don't necessarily think that he is a 60-game starter. And I don't think he ever will be, right? Like, I think he needs that tandem of Mrazek to be good. I, that's just my. Well, I think the, the league has almost shifted away from that now. Like you don't, you there's very few like sixty game starters anymore. It's yeah, always like, like we said, Vasilevsky, Halibut, Price, and even Price probably not anymore no. because of the injuries he's been through. No, like but, I like, like the best contending teams other than Tampa have a one A and one B. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah. So just staying on the topic of goalies, did you guys see? Uh, what a beauty goal Alex Nedeljkovic scored there. <laughs> I see that one. I actually would have skated. I would have just took myself off. I yeah, just, I don't know. I don't know how you come back from that. Like full on Patrick Wall. I'm never playing for this team again. Trade me, please. <laughs> that was outrageous. Like, that's, um, like to, to actually like hit that on the bounce and go five hole on yourself, like it's impressive. It, Not in a good you way. You couldn't do that if you tried. No, no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, so let's uh, let's get some conversations in here about the uh, the outdoor game that we have um, coming up 4 p.m. today. So this episode will actually come out at the conclusion of the game. But uh, let's pump up the tires. So it's an interesting game. What are your thoughts on the uh, jerseys, the uniforms that the Leafs are are coming out with? Um, they're not great, not terrible. Uh, kind of the middle of the road. I don't think you know. They're as bad as everybody says, but like I kind of like it—the the dark blue and the light blue and or the, and and but uh, you know I'd like to kind of see something different. Um, like I saw that that jersey that Bieber was wearing, the black with the navy. Like I like that. Like why not go with the, some sort of style like that? I thought it looked pretty good, but uh, I don't hate it. I think maybe uh, once I see him out there, I might like it a little bit more. Uh, hard to say. Sometimes I think a jersey looks like trash, and then I see them playing all on the ice, and then I completely think the opposite once i see that yeah so. also like um, if they win yeah. that also makes the jersey look a lot better <laughs> yeah 100 percent. another thing like i think we, i think we really 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 need to introduce 
a concept jersey for one of these outdoor games, like the next one the Leafs play in. Mm-hmm. The mid two thousands third jersey. You know what, what I'm talking about? Up. I'd have to look that up. Mid two thousands. I have no idea what you're jersey. talking about. Is that with like the square looking leaf? <laughs> no, it's with the. Uh, it's like the. It's similar to the leaf that's on the jersey now. Okay. But. Like, I, you really can't remember this one? It, like, I just, when I picture Matt Sundin, that's what I picture him in. Okay, I'll be look her up here. Um, I okay. really don't know what ones you're talking about, Dave. Are you talking about the one with, like, the super detailed leaf? Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. Yeah, it's got, like, a white border around it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I know what you're And it's about. just got the blue shoulder patches and a couple stripes like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, I, they need to reintroduce like some sort of jersey around that concept. I really like that jersey. I love that jersey. It's like my, my favorite Leafs jersey ever, to be honest with you. I don't want to, I'm looking at the one with Sundin in it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that is a good jersey. I like that jersey. It has like the white board around the leaf. Yeah. Rather, yeah. Yeah, the blue leaf with the detail, but the white border inside the leaf. Yeah, blue shoulder pads, stripes on the arms. It's a nice jersey. Yeah. Super nice jersey. Yeah. As long as they so never to, go back to that square-looking leaf, I hated that thing. It looks so, it looks awful, in my opinion. Yeah, that's yeah. It Where's wasn't good. Day? Not good. Um. So let's talk about the actual game. Uh, it should be a good game. I I would I would hope I I I I hope the Leafs really uh, play Show hockey up. <laughs> because sometimes they just choose not to, and you know. Hate to be that guy, but I'm so I, every time we play it, you know, bottom tier team, I'm always I'm more worried than if we were playing Tampa or Florida or Carolina. Yeah, because they play they up to their level. Chances against the better I feel teams. like they just yeah when they play bottom barrel teams, they just they just play at the level of the team that they're playing against. If that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> no, no, hundred percent. Go against Arizona. Have they even beat Arizona this year? I know they lost twice. I don't know if they've played them any more than that. I don't think they're a Western Conference team. I don't believe we would play them any more than that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's <laughs> and you're right. It's I don't understand why they do that. They yeah. they they do. They play down to the level of their competition a lot. Yeah, and, I wish we were playing against an All Star team. Like yeah, put the All Stars on a team against uh, you know against us for the Heritage Classic. I feel way more confident than I do about it right now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, best player in the world, Austin Matthews. Secret time, I'm wearing his jersey. <laughs> yeah. Secret I mean, time. It's, not, it's not secret. Well, I mean, secret time on Spotify, but it's not secret time on YouTube, Trev. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, yeah, he's so, all right. He's all right. Best player in the world, and yes, I, I will say it. Connor McDavid is not as good as Austin Matthews at the sport of hockey. He just isn't. See, like that's becoming I'll less controversial to say, and I'm in your boat too. And there's probably bias in there. I understand that, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend Connor McDavid's a slouch. It's not like it's a it's no. A, he's the second best player in the world, absolutely. Yeah, when it comes to an overall complete player, Austin Matthews, hundred percent of the time, every time. Yeah. If I were um, to start a franchise today, I'd be taking Matthews instead of McDavid. Absolutely. absolutely. I, just, I I I just don't think I could not pick McDavid doing that. Matthews every time. You need a guy. So let me just, and this isn't even talking about his skill on the ice. Let's just, whose personality would you rather have in your locker room? 
I've never been in a locker room. <laughs> I've never been in the locker room with either of them. I don't know what goes on in either of those locker rooms to really say. Connor McDavid has the personality of a fucking rock. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. That's part I personally believe that's part of the reason that they don't win more. Is because their best player is just like Eeyore from goes out and plays the game and leaves. And I to me, that's what I see. Austin Matthews has heart, soul, endless swagger. Endless swagger. Like, it's not even, like, the most swaggy player in the league, and it's not even close. Like, that, you cannot argue with me. Like, Trevor Zegras, but the best player in the world. That's what Austin Matthews is. (laughs) So, that's who I want in my dressing room, first of all. Second of all, the 200-foot game. Connor McDavid yeah. doesn't have it. <clears throat> no, he, he doesn't. He just doesn't. He plays 100, 150 feet of the ice. Austin Matthews plays 200 feet. Yep. Right? I agree. And we're, and I, I understand that Connor McDavid is, is dominant too, but watching like Leafs games, I have not in a million years, my whole life watching hockey, I have not seen a guy who just, when he turns it on, you can't stop him. You can't. It doesn't matter what you try to do, how you try to defend him, how many penalties you try to take. He'll get through you every okay. time. But McDavid is the same. And you've seen, like, you've, I guess I think of those goals of walking through the Leafs team, walking through, I think it's the Rangers, like, like those ridiculous goals where he just picks up the puck and goes, okay, I'm, I'm scoring now. And just fucking dances through everyone and scores. Like, and it's, it's the same. I'm not saying Matthews can't do that, but I'm saying McDavid also can do that. He's so 100% he can. 100%. So when, but that's just one aspect of the game. When, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly that's the, it. Matthews is a, is a, the complete package on, you know, he's an absolute monster at stripping the puck. Absolute juggernaut on defense. Like, it's not even close yeah. when it comes to those two players. Let me put it to you this way. Connor I would say it doesn't take many defensive zone face-offs. Mm-hmm. Austin Matthews takes a lot of defensive zone face-offs because what he and what that whole line actually Marner, Bunting and Matthews have bought into is, you know how you score goals? You get the puck, you take the puck by any means necessary, and then you move up the ice and you score goals. That's how you create your offense. And they do it better than anybody in the league. They're the best line in hockey right now. They have the best player in hockey right now on that line and they show it every game. They don't take games off, man, that line. Mm. They don't. That line hasn't taken okay. a game off this year. 100%. It's facts. The Absolutely. rest of the team may have. Yeah, no, that, that, sorry, that, that, that was a little more what I was alluding to. Was, yeah, you're, you're probably right that that line maybe hasn't taken uh, games off, but like the team has. Let's, yeah. I'm, I, let's, go, let's circle back to a game against uh, Minnesota that we won 2-1. Austin Matthews won that game. It was a 2-1 game. He scored two goals. The first goal was just a goal that only he can score, ripping the puck through a defenseman, top cheddar, goalie has no fucking chance. Like, you just don't have a chance. Second goal? Hounds the guy on the back check. Like Trevor said, monster on stripping the puck. Makes the pass over to Marner. Marner, they go in on a 2-on-1. Marner dishes it back. 2-1 hockey game. Leafs win. Austin Matthews, if he wants to win a game, can single-handedly win a game. The coach, Keefe, when asked, why does Austin Matthews not draw more penalties, which we'll talk about more later, he said, you know why he doesn't? Because he's unstoppable. 
You can try to take the puck from him. You can do whatever you want. You, you're not going to take him down. That's why. That's why he doesn't draw more penalties. Because you can't stop him. 100%. That's, Reason, that's exactly why. I was going to And if that. your coach is giving you that kind of praise, man. <laughs> best in the world. Best in and the world. Like, and, you know, I, I've, we've said this for, like, this is probably about three or four weeks in a row now. Like, I'm not arguing against it. I just... Connor McDavid is just... He's oh, just so... He's just so phenomenal that it's, it's just hard to argue that he's not. But, like, here's... I mean? This is my issue with Connor McDavid. He took a month off. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And they sputtered. He's had four coaches. I mean, but how much how much is that his fault? How much is that management's fault? It's it's a that whole situation. Oh, don't whole, get me wrong. We've talked whole, about how bad the the management in Edmonton yeah. is, but it, you he has to shoulder some of the blame. And he 100%. also signs off on everything that management does. You have to remember that. Right? I'm, I'm I'm still convinced you can put the three of us managing the Oilers and we will get better results than what they've seen in the last five years. I'm Absolutely. not kidding. Staying on the fucking, I just, I need to mention this because it's outrageous. Speaking of bad management, Chuck Flesher just signed Rasmus Ristolainen to a 5 by 5.1. Yo, I thought that was a meme when that first <laughs> got posted. <laughs> Cause like we're in that we're in that time now, you know, two weeks before the deadline. Oh you know, God. I've seen I've seen a couple of things of like uh, you know, like jokes of the Habs, you know, re-signing Sherratt, the Habs re-signing it's like, you know, seen stuff like that. So I saw, you know, the Flyers like sign or slide, I'm like, haha, it's a good one. And then it was like all the accounts had check marks, and I was like, Oh god. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Like why? Like just he's not even good. Like he's no. like a bottom pairing guy. <laughs> He's speaking of that, you saw that uh Cock and Yemi signed an eight year deal in Carolina. Yeah, at uh, four and a half ish, four four point six, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, it's yeah, somewhere in there. It was four, between four and five, five for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um Thoughts? I mean, good for him. Sear the bag. Um How's he done this year on Carolina? I think I'm he's got twenty three he's got like twenty three points in like forty three games or something like that, or fifty games. He's he's not has not been that good. Yeah, I'll uh, pull it up in a sec. I know he's playing uh, kind of like third line minutes. Um, so he's got 11 goals, 20, 12 assists. 23 points in 55 yeah. games, yeah. 55 games. I thought it was 40, 43, but 55, that's that's not good. No, that's not good um, for a guy making that kind of cake. Oh, he he's, making six, he's making 6.1 right now. Well, he's got 226 games in the NHL. I didn't think yeah. he's been in there that long. Well, he basically played – he wasn't supposed to – when we first drafted him, the the original kind of plan was that he was going to play his first season would have been last season. Mm-hmm. But he had a phenomenal rookie camp, so he fucking came in right as an 18-year-old. He's obviously having a, de- a better year this year than <clears throat> any years he's had prior because he has 33 yeah. goals total in 226 games, and 11 of them have come this season. So yeah, uh, so he, he had he season. had a, he had 11 in his rookie year as well. So he had good rookie year. Good year, or you know, better year this year, and then every everywhere in between, he's just been dog water. Yeah, yeah so he put up thirty four okay. points in his rookie year, uh, eight points in nineteen twenty, but only played thirty six games. Um, yeah, he's only got one point in his last five games. Yeah, uh, twenty in fifty six last year, uh, including uh, eight and fourteen and uh, eight in nineteen in the playoffs, and then obviously the twenty three uh, this year. He's he's a. Uh... Probably a 30-point player. 
roughly. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. Is yeah. a thirty-point player worth that kind of cake in today's cap? Um, <laughs> I mean, I think, I, I think it's a little. I, I more... need to see some other examples, I guess. But uh, well, my thing is, that seems uh, a little high to me. Yeah, especially for eight high. years. But I guess he has a high upside. So if he if he can, they must see something in him, and if they can, yeah. you know. Secure the bag for the next eight years. I mean, hey, good for him. Yeah, like, but, uh, what if he comes out? What if he starts coming out getting sixty? Yeah, exactly, sixty, seventy points a year. He's gonna look like a like an absolute stud at that point. But yeah. Carolina must see something in him. Like the other half of his that. game too that we're not looking at is you know what he does defensively. I'm not gonna fucking bother pulling up his defensive advanced stats. I just don't care that much. <laughs> um, but you know if he's doing you know good work off the puck and putting up you know thirty points, maybe not worth four point five, but like. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah, and him. you're right, Trev. They obviously see something in them going back to the the offer sheet, right? Yeah. Like yep. they, they they see something. They they like that player. And they like those they like Finnish guys. <laughs> oh yeah, they've got what, four or five of them now? Yeah. Like they got Taravinen, um Aho Spechikov's Russian, Aho's Finnish. Uh, uh, Anti Ranta. Who? Anti Ranta, the keeper. Anti Ranta. Yep. So you know, they must have good scouts in Finland. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, let's I guess. Get I mean. Let's, he, let's do it. Let's do it. Can, can I set the scene? Absolutely. <laughs> Overtime. The Air Canada Center. Or sorry, Scotiabank Center. Uh, Leafs, Arizona Coyotes. Austin Matthews is battling with Jacob Kikrin along the boards. The most blatant hold you will ever see. Yes. The referee is staring. The referee is staring. He literally slingshotted himself forward by grabbing Matthew's stick. Yeah, slingshots himself forward. Three feet away. To score the winning goal. Yes. Uh, Yes, to make the play. Yeah. So, first of all, I've never seen Austin Matthews that hot in my life. I've watched almost every game he's played. I've never seen him like that. He was, I honestly was, wouldn't have been surprised the way that he was going at the ref if he just took a Chris Simon fucking baseball <laughs> swing right at his head. Like, honest to God. Like, yeah, I was like, like oh my ref God. didn't even look at him in the eyes after that. No. Called it and skate could, the other way. Could yeah. you? No. So here's the thing. Here, cool. And this is disgusting. This is what I, I read. I don't even remember who tweeted it, but somebody tweeted it that they one time interviewed a referee that, so there were no penalties called in that game. The only power play was given to the Arizona Coyotes because Sheldon Keefe uh, failed on a challenge. So that was the only power play in the game. The ref did not call a single penalty. But, but by the way, there in the last two minutes of the game, there was at least three on Michael Bunting alone. <laughs> like, honest to God. And then... Yeah, they swallowed their whistles pretty well. Yeah, they swallowed their whistles. And this is this is what I read on Twitter. They actually, when they go a game without calling a penalty, they refer to it as a perfect game. Like, in their own little ref circle, they call it a perfect game. They, like, like, I get it. Like, if nothing happens, like, then, you know, and there's no penalties to call, then fine, whatever. But, like... But, well, there's a lot of things that bother me about it, but one of the one of the things that drive me... Up the up the wall about it is how they say they don't want to influence the game by right? doing that. But by by okay, we didn't want to influence the game by by calling a penalty like that in overtime. 
okay, well, you directly influence the game by not calling it and giving them a free two-on-one in overtime. Like Exactly. And it was Mike Johnson of TSN who said it best, to be honest with you, in, in an effort to not affect the game. Yeah, they affect the game. You are blatantly affecting the game. Like, just... Yeah terrible because you don't want to be a factor right like Like, that's what it is the refs don't want to be a factor they don't want to be the reason a team wins or loses right they were the reason the Toronto Maple Leafs lost that game absolutely 100% them and Peter (laughs) Morazic yeah but but at that point like like it's just it's so frustrating that they don't want to call penalties I know the Habs have had this problem too or it's just you know I think it's an every team problem oh no I know 100% specifically the Leafs though I mean, like, sorry, it's an everyone t- problem except Colorado. Apparently. Here's the but, thing. Uh, here's the thing. The Leafs, I think we can agree here. The three of us, we can agree. The Leafs, if, even if you don't want to, you don't want to pump their tires, Gatano. I know they're the, they're one of the fastest teams in hockey, right? Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm not. One I'm of not, the most skilled I'm teams in the sport. I'm not going to argue that. Also, right? one of the yeah, most no, high, possession name, teams. How in God's name, over the past five seasons, have they been bottom five in penalties drawn every year? That makes no fucking sense. Because they don't want to call penalties against the biggest market in hockey. That makes <laughs> no bad. sense, dude. Well, By trying I, to show not Leafs bias, they do the opposite. Well, I think <laughs> I think the issue... Because, uh, I mean, like guys like Matthews, McDavid, are like at near the bottom of the league in terms of like penalties drawn per 60, right? Uh, actually, Matthews like currently has... League, yeah, Matthews has seven McDavid? penalties drawn this year, and McDavid has over 40. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm pretty sure McDavid... Ever since McDavid... Actually, unless he drew one it. last night, he's got 41, because he's 34 yep. more than Matthews, for sure. I know that. Yep. Yeah, he had... Uh, he was low on the league, and understandably so, okay? But he... Uh, like, like, sorry, I mean, like, he should be drawing more penalties, McDavid. Yeah. If you have the puck more than everybody else... Well, exactly, Going right? through people... You should be drawing more penalties. It's just, it's just statistically, that's how it's going to work. Like it, like if you it, don't have the puck realist... a lot, you're not going to get draw penalties. If you have the puck all the time, okay, you're going to draw penalties. Especially yeah, McDavid like, if... getting hooked and slashed when he's skating through an entire team. Okay, exactly. Like the guys so who McDavid complained about it, and all of a sudden his penalties per sixty went like this. Yeah, so now after he most, complained about it. Mo- yeah. So now he's the most like the guy. Well, he's not going to draw three penalties today. Which like, he should be one of the most. Exactly. And so, and so should Austin then, Matthews. Okay, so and how is Austin Matthews drawn six or seven on the entire year? Yeah, okay. and, that, and that's the that thing that like throws me off. But is like, like Avery said and what Keith said, is because Matthews is so strong on the puck, he doesn't lose it. Very often, like when someone, like, guy's okay. six, oh. 225 pounds, like, and, and, and like, you know what I mean? He's the, he's the king of protecting the puck when he has it. I know, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not arguing you uh, with you on that, but, like, just because he keeps the puck doesn't mean the hooking and slashing and all that shouldn't it be happens. penalties. That's exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what we're saying. Exactly. I know. I know. Hundred percent. And it's it, like, and that's the thing. Like, as I mean, I'm not a neutral. I'm definitely biased against the Leafs. But like, I watch that. And it's like, yeah, no, like th- that should have been a penalty. There's hundred percent. There's there's no universe where that's not a penalty. Hmm. Especially in three on three overtime when it creates a two on one. Are you fucking high? Like. And like, I don't get it. I, know I don't get even, it. There's one of the camera angles they showed where the ref is skating backwards, looking yeah, directly like at it. At the yes, like the camera angle that we see of yeah. the penalty was the ref's view. Yeah, we were like looking over Might as well the ref's put a shoulder. GoPro on him. Like, yeah. I just, I don't, I, anyway. And and like, and that, and that's the frustrating thing is like, okay, you know, if you're not seeing that, because you know, hmm. that that's probably the excuse I didn't see it. Then what the fuck were you looking at? 
honest to God, honest to God. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I get, uh, I get the refs aren't going to see everything. Okay. That happens, yeah. whatever. That's um, blatant in front of you. But yeah, exactly. But when something happens, that's completely obvious directly in front of you. You got to see that. And it's like, he saw it. Of course he saw it. He just didn't he chose call to it. not call it. He chose yeah. to not call it, which then lost them the game. And it's like, okay, I can understand like shit happens. Okay. Like Nylander had a breakaway, couldn't bury it. And it's like, if they turned around and scored, okay. Then it's like, okay, Arizona one, whatever. But it's like when they have a thing, that's like a blatant penalty, like that influences the game. And that's what you lose by. That's like, you got to be kidding me. Well, let, let's just, just play about what happened to Hyman the night before. Lost, it's like, okay, well, the Leafs lost fair and square on to the next one. But when it's like basically giving them an unfair advantage, an unfair advantage because they're bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't so. take the puck for Matthews. He can't catch up. So what does he do? He has to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because well, he's a worse player. He has to do something to, to gain an advantage. And let's, then let's talk about what happened to Hyman. Yeah, the night like before. Ovechkin basically Ovechkin. slingshotted him forward with the 1980. That, like, that would have been called in the 80s. <laughs> that was the most crazy hook. And Ovechkin yeah. knew it, too. Like, he's like, ah, I'm just going <laughs> to. 100%. And it was on an empty net. So it actually should have just been called a goal, to be should honest with you. Because he was yeah. on a breakaway on, on an empty net, or almost a breakaway. It should have just been a goal. 100%. And Washington ties the game with 1.8 seconds left. Fortunately, I think Edmonton won that game. They in, did. in OT, but it should never have Can gone. You imagine there. if they did it. Yeah. Should it should yeah that should never have gone there. Edmonton, uh, well, Edmonton should have had the 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 easier two points. So it shouldn't have had to fight for an OT, and Washington shouldn't have got a point. And no. I care about that because Washington is in our conference. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, like, like but, that that point that Washington got could make a difference later in the season. Yeah, yeah. and you're Absolutely. telling me that these refs are trying, or this is an effort to not affect the fucking game? Are you so kidding? Effectively, that could be like two points because Washington gets a free point that they shouldn't have got and the Leafs lost the point that they could have got. Like, I'm not saying they, they would have won. They still might have lost the OT, but they wouldn't have got, you know what I mean? At least they would have lost it on their own merit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not, yeah. It's, yeah, but it's that's outrageous. That's a swing right there fixed. just because of that. How do you fix it though, boys? Like, how do you fix it? Well, here's the thing. If owners and management wanted better referees, they would get better referees. Here's That's, how you fix it. I Keith don't goes out the there. Tells the Keith, no, it's the union. Yeah. And what they're told. I guarantee you that they're told to do that. No, and then, but that's what I mean. That's if what I they're mean. told, you see a penalty, you have to call it. If not, you're getting fired. Exactly, right? But obviously, you know, somewhere, someone in the hierarchy isn't telling them that. Someone in no, the hierarchy exactly. is 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 pitching game management, and people like the owners, like the GMs, are not arguing against it. You know what I mean? Like Jeff Molson's not showing up at the owners' meeting and going, "Hey, what the fuck's going on with the referees?" You I know, would think uh, that the closer a game is, the more that people watch. Right? They try to make a game exciting rather than okay. If Michael Bunting should get seven penalties in a game, they should give him seven penalties a game. Maybe he should learn to be a better player. Or but whatever. That, but that's, that's what an it example, should be. Right? Yeah, and, and yeah, 100%. Penalty, I, I, be doing it. People, the people, I guess, uh, as in like the higher ups in hockey, yeah. want it to be, they want to make money. That's their goal. They don't give a, you know, they don't care about anything the, other the product. than make money. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. their job, argue, you know, so <laughs> fair enough. But it, I like, I would think that when they call it closer games like that, 
you know, it makes it more exciting, makes it, you know, a bunch of different things, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's, it, but it's the integrity of the game, right? Like, it, it's... How are you supposed to... It's embarrassing. You know? <laughs> Say that again? But I, guess, I said, how are you supposed to bet on hockey when... Is you exactly. got basically, yeah, game management going on rather than just calling the rule book. And I get Speaking it. There's betting on hockey. I'm absolutely pissed at Nick Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was for sure. No, I, I, sure. Uh, to just so you know, I started my degenerate gambling addiction by betting a hundred dollars on Nick Ritchie to score against the Leafs, and he did. That was your first bet ever. Oh <laughs> no. Uh, I not, not your not your first bet ever. We've got I've got a list of degenerate gambling on this podcast. <laughs> no, like on, no, but real real betting. I know, I know. Real bet. It, I'm not gonna lie. It's like last night watching UFC. I'm just sitting there like, dude. Gosh, it makes the game on this guy so terrible, <laughs> but so great at the same time. I know it's terrible. My first oh. bet was the Leafs winning by two against, I forget which team. And they ended up winning by two and it won me a lot of money. <laughs> but that was the, that was the game. Uh, Tavares hit the empty net. Uh, there was an empty net. Tavares went in and hit the post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I was never, I've never been so happy for Tavares to miss the net in my entire life. They, they would have put him up by three. Thank God. Oh, but that's funny. Oh, it was just two. Addiction. It wasn't like two or more. No, I bet a hundred bucks on them winning by exactly two. Which paid out like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, there's like twelve seconds left in the game, and he was like, not like he had a defender on him, but he was a step ahead, and I was like, oh my god, no! And then he hit the post, and I was like, yes! <laughs> I screamed, and I oh man, I ran, did a lap around the house. Let's go! And then, like That's I said, awesome. gambling addiction was born. So. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Oh. And that is exactly why I do not gamble because, um, yeah. It would end very poorly. Yeah, I gotta yeah. limit myself. All right, should we fire up some fill in the blanks? Let's rapid yeah. fire, Trav. Yeah. So some rapid fire fill in the blanks. These are some of the, oh, the biggest, <laughs> okay. the, 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 the bigger, more prominent ones from the last, uh, you know, eight weeks that we've been doing this. Uh, so number one, favorite all-time Leafs moment. Uh, ooh, that's a good question. Uh, honestly, probably when. Uh, when Darcy Tucker absolutely ruined uh, Sammy Kapanen into the boards and uh, <laughs> couldn't get up and had no idea where he was. I think I've watched that 500 times. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. I wish we had Darcy Tucker still. My favorite leaf. So, mine? Uh, I don't remember what I answered last time, but I have, I have Matt Sundin scoring number 500. I think that's nice. probably what I answered last time. Probably. And that, that or Matthew's hat trick uh, in his debut, probably. Yeah, I was, that was going to be my, that's definitely <laughs> my runner up is, is the, the four goal or, debut. Yeah. When those fucking lottery balls fell and we got the first overall oh, pick my, for dude. 34. Oh, oh, man. Think about how different this podcast might not even exist if that didn't happen. No, we might still be in rebuild mode. I don't know. <laughs> oh, honest to God. Oh, man. That's that, that changed the franchise, dude. Changed the franchise. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> uh, your all-time favorite hab? Uh, that's easy. Guy Lafleur. Fair. I'll Good give one. you that one. Good one. Um, the all-star event you would compete in? 
Uh, <laughs> I get blown <laughs> out by absolutely everything. So I would say uh, maybe fastest skater because uh, I might not get embarrassed as much. I might maybe maybe have a step on a couple guys. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the most underrated player in the league. That's a good question. Um, uh, two come to mind, I think. I would say probably number one uh, might be uh, Gensel. In my opinion. That's, a, that's a good show. And uh, if I had to pick another one, it would be Barzal. Or, uh, yeah. That's Barzal, two Barzal, great shouts, actually. Those would be my two picks, I think. But... Uh, Shout out to uh, Gensel because I got him super late in my uh, other league and uh, he's been a star. So, another one, just have to show Jason Robertson. Been unbelievable this year. Yo, uh, you called him out for being underrated. I think it was last week. And then he put up back to back hat tricks. <laughs> Some might say that's good. That's a, that's a little all right, you know. Yeah, like quietly, a point of game guy. Yeah, and like, I don't know how you do that quietly. Yeah. Uh, and then last one for Quickfire, most overrated player in the league. Oh. Uh, oh, Jesus. Most overrated? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I, I'm not sure. It's hard to say. There's some, there's some good, good. Connor McDavid? Just kidding. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, the, um, a big one that comes to mind for me is uh seth jones yep oh yeah is he still though i mean i feel like i mean like he's, he signed he's... that contract i don't think there's anybody that was like that's a good signing <laughs> every single person was like what an absolute joke of a franchise <laughs> he's had a, a better year than we thought he would but i still don't think he's worth what the nine point something he's making any of those defensemen okay uh <laughs> seth jones Wierenski, who was the other guy? McAvoy. Mm. McAvoy's been really good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't put McAvoy in that group. <laughs> but I don't know. Would you sign him for that? I would. I probably. Probably not. McAvoy. Yeah. Uh, like, if I had to pick, get me wrong. Those, I think he's a if great I had to pick player. Between those contracts, I would take McAvoy for sure. Yeah, out of all of those um, ones that we just mentioned. Out of, yeah. out of all yeah. of them, absolutely. That I think that's the best looking one out of all of them. Well, let me put it to you this way. I'd take McAvoy at nine than rather than Risto at five point one for five. <laughs> yeah, like, or or over Jones at nine for sure. Yeah, like that's outrageous. Yeah. Uh okay, you got some new fill in the blanks too, right? Yeah. So uh some hashtag BRP fifty uh fill in the blanks. Uh your favorite moment from the first forty nine episodes. And this is for all three of us. Hmm. hmm. That's a nice start. Because I've been thinking about this for a while now. Uh, yeah. It's got to be the Game 7 episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, just the whole the whole build to it. So, because typically we record on Sundays, but Game 6 was Saturday night. So Sunday morning, neither of us wanted to record. So we're like, we'll do it, uh, we'll do it Monday uh, after work before the game. Uh, and so for our listeners and viewers, and Trev got to experience this a couple times now, like we come on and we shoot the shit for like 10, 15 minutes, you know, joke about, you know, the weekend, what's going on, what happened last night. Then usually when Abe goes to get his fucking water and brush his teeth, then it's like, that's the switch into like serious mode. And we start to like plan out the episode. 
and then we we start recording and it's good right uh so this monday episode game seven the skype call starts and just immediately we're just like okay we just need to get this done like let's talk about it it was so tense and it was that moment that we realized like oh like one of us is fucked and we have to like talk about it yeah i guess couldn't have picked a better year to start this podcast i know it was it was perfect I just I remember like we started that episode and it was just unfortunately you know, super tense. I honestly think it was our shortest one. I think it was like twenty minutes of us. Yeah, because I didn't know what, no, neither of us knew what to say. Exactly. I was like end of the thing and like there was no like because we'll we'll bullshit after this Skype call is done. Like there's none of that. It was just fucking straight business. It was just hilarious because it was like oh like this is serious now and that's why it is my favorite moment. Honest to God, I didn't even think of that, but yeah, that's probably mine too. <laughs> Close second is the first episode that Trevor was on, because that was oh. a lot of fun. Aww. <laughs> hey, that was uh, hey, that was that was a great way to spend Valentine's Day that year. Yeah, was it Valentine's Day? It was, yeah, yeah. Because I remember Tay Tay coming down and giving you shit for being on for too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, she's not home today, so we're good. Good to go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. No, that you're right. That was uh. <laughs> That was a like experience that day. Just it like, really was. You're both sitting there like <laughs> at each other like. There's a lot of awkward silence in that episode. <laughs> what is gonna? A couple happen? tears. Yeah. Oh. Oh. All right, and then uh, something you're looking forward to in the next fifty. Hopefully, the Leafs winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, the Leafs Stanley Cup episode. <laughs> Sixty years in the making. Yeah, it's he's not gonna say. So I got two things. So one is not waiting fucking forty-six episodes or forty-four episodes to get Trev back on. We're not doing that again. <laughs> and it's not gonna be episode ninety-four that you're back. We're gonna get you in before then. Um Beautiful. Let me know. Uh and then just getting a couple more guests in, uh expanding our, our circle. And uh, hopefully the Habs beating the Leafs a couple more times. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's yeah. like the worst part about that is I I wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> no, no, we will. <laughs> we can't play even down chirp. Right? Just like, yeah, it's like okay, yeah, exactly. We'll play down to the worst team in the NHL. But are they still bottom? I think we still are. It's it's great. Even it's after fun. that, oh, even after those wins, eh? Oh, it's it's beautiful as a Habs fan. Um, Actually, you and Arizona, like the Habs and Arizona, both. So it's like the team you're competing with the most. They've, they've both been winning. We've won seven of our last ten, and we're still bottom of the league, which is just perfect. Like that's yeah. just, that's that's what I want. That's perfect. Well, yeah, because you're increasing the trade value of all of the pieces that you might end up trading. Yep. You're instilling some confidence in the team. Yeah, you're still probably going to get a really good pick. Yeah, it's it's every it's yeah, everything. Best, it's best perfect. case scenario for where you are. Yeah, really, it really is. Yep. I guess, uh, we haven't really talked tabs quick, and we've been shooting the shit for about 45 minutes here, so I'm just going to go quick. Uh, lost a great game to Vancouver uh, on Thursday night. Uh, really good game, 5-3. Uh, they might push for a playoff spot. They uh, they look really, really decent. Uh, hey, Bruce came in there. Yeah, honestly. It's been a new team. Um, Miller's then, been unbelievable. Uh, last night, lost in a shootout to the Kraken. So, I mean, can't can't argue with that. Oh, I just want to touch. What the fuck was Lekkinen doing? That was, was Oh, with the goalie? He he was he was stopping because it was three on three overtime, right? And so Grubauer caught the puck and he went to go throw it immediately to catch because we had a two on one. 
and he wanted to get the two-on-one going the other way. So Lackanen got, got his stick in his glove so he couldn't throw the puck, and the ref blew the whistle because he froze it. That was like, an that's straight-up goalie interference. Yeah, it was good. It, I, I mean, like, 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 if they but were he's out of the crease? Like, I don't know. Is that... well, that's the thing. Like, he's out of the crease and he's got the puck. So I don't think it's really If goalie. he's, like, intending to play it. Is that really interference? I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. To be like, I feel honest. like I, as a I think fan, it could be called, but it might just be a discretionary thing. Yeah, as yeah. a hard fan, like if they had called it, I would have been like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I don't think anybody would have argued if it was called. Yeah, uh, but yeah. like I, I There's also an think to be made that it wasn't called, but I mean. Yeah, oh, I look at it. If that was Montebo trying to play that, and like a cracking guy did it, I don't think I would have thrown a shit fit. At the end of know? the day, it worked out. So you know, yeah. two hundred IQ play, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you got the jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at you. Best oh. fucking lot of money I spent on that. Speaking <laughs> about jerseys, why are the Vancouver... Like, I get it. It's a great... Like, they're beautiful jerseys. Bucks. $650 for those Vancouver Pride jerseys. That's crazy. Those aren't even game worn or, like... No, no. Worn. So, those those aren't game... Keep your money. So, I mean, I look at it. The Lekkanen on my wall. That was 475 plus shipping and all that, plus framing. Um, but the jersey alone was four seventy five for warm up worn and signed, and it was bid on, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was an auction that I, that I won. Um, and they're selling those those pride jerseys retail six fifty. Like that's but why. But I don't. Yeah, I, I just don't get why. Yeah, I, like I I don't know. Like, like, unless, you know what, like how much is an NHL jersey? Like three hundred dollars, right? Roughly. Uh, depending if you had name name and number on the back and stuff, yeah. So, what Depends makes where you it get worth six fifty? Like I and I understand like there's pro like there's probably collectors who are looking for these jerseys, but like that's the thing, and and the money is probably going to great causes, right? That support oh, absolutely uh, like pride and all and all of those things. But I would guess the the money is just limited. The supply and demand, like limited limited amount, like you said, collectors. You know, if yeah, they only but, made a thousand. You know, yeah, but there's char- a standard charging... price for NHL jerseys retail. Like I don't. Yeah, and if you're you know charging, I mean? if, you're if you charge six fifty, and like, everybody and it sells out, then well. But like, what? I don't think there's demand for that jersey at six fifty. I don't know. No, like the only no people idea. who can afford it are collectors. Yeah, exactly. Like the like people who might want to buy it and wear it for the own for the actual sentiment. Like actual Vancouver Canucks fans cannot afford that. No. Like. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It's, blows my mind crazy crazy anyway i just had to i had to mention that so would you we're we're getting to the end here eh? we're uh pushing our limits yeah we're around 50 right now we got another five five ten Let's get some scheduling in. Obviously, we have the outdoor game today, uh, starting in about two and a half hours. Uh, right now, it's 122 as we're recording this. Um, I'm excited. I'm 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 excited. I like you said, Trev. I'm excited to see the jerseys on the ice. Yeah. Um, I, it's that actually a Buffalo home game, but I I think we can agree it's going to be more of a Toronto home game. There's no uh, such thing as a Buffalo home game when they play Toronto. <laughs> no. There's, there's not, no such thing as a Buffalo home game when they play, like, half the league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, we have a game on Tuesday uh, versus the Dallas Stars. Stars are in town in, at the Scotiabank. Uh, 7 p.m. start. Uh, Thursday, March 17th. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes. 
come to town and I will be at that game. Nice. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. It's actually my first Leafs game ever, which is kind really? of crazy. Ever? No. You've yeah, got I've never been, no way. I've never been to a Leafs game before. And you're going to the bank? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I'm I'm really excited for that. Um, Make sure you drink beforehand. It's very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, that's that's exciting. And then we're in Nashville on Saturday. And uh, yeah, that's what we got for the week. I will be uh, home on Friday, so I'll be able to catch that Saturday game. And yeah, I'm I'm excited for the week of hockey. I think this is a really really good opportunity for for peter morazic to figure his fucking shit out like he needs to he needs to this will be a pivotal game for him yeah today it's going to be oh yeah he he got the start for the outdoor game eh? yeah what do you sorry you can't take i can't even remember the guy's name calgren calgren you can't just take him and throw him into like the NHL Heritage Classic to be his no. first game. Like, first, so I get why he's going. To, I get why he's going with Peter the Habs. Did it in 2015, 2016 with the outdoor game against Boston. Fucking Mike Condon. It was like his like fifth or sixth NHL game. Yeah, and we won it five one. Great. But guys. I mean, he's like the emergency backup, you know. So it's like, yeah. I get it. Why you're going with Mrazek? Uh, yeah. Got predictions for this game or what? Yeah, let's go for uh, it. I'm gonna. I, I want. I want final scores and scorers, please. Okay. You don't I'll need to Buffalo look scores. up some Buffalo players. No, you don't. You don't have to give me Buffalo scores. Just, just the Leaf scores. Okay, I'll, I'll go first here. I, I'm gonna go with a five, five, three victory. Jesus Christ. Sorry, that's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. So. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a five, three victory, and I'm gonna go just because you know he loves the stage. Matthew's hat trick because he just he loves the stage. He's gonna go crazy tonight or today, I guess. I I, I believe it. And I think Johnny T scores a goal. Okay. And Mikheyev. Nice little twist. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I've I'm gonna say five three. That was that's what I had in, in my head. Uh, let's go five three Leafs. Uh, they're going to hit an empty netter. It's going to be, you know, four or three tight game. Uh, Matthews is going to pot two goals. Uh, I think, uh, Nylander's going to get one. Um, and, uh, Bunting's getting one for sure. So that line will do Thank well. <laughs> yeah. Bunting's going to get one and he's going to get the fourth goal, which will be the game winner. And uh, last but not least, Engvall's going to get one, because why not? Pear. I don't know. Pear. My dad, instead of calling him Pierre, just calls him Pear. And it's <laughs> so I just started calling him Pear. Well, uh, it's going to be 7 nothing Buffalo. So gonna, just, just delete for, this if that happens, please. <clears throat> I'm going to go for a 4-3 overtime win for the Buffalo Sabres. Fair. Uh, <clears throat> Absolutely fair. Tage Thompson and Skinner with two each. Uh, Matthews, Bunting, and... Do we have any ex-Leafs on, on Buffalo? I don't think so. Because if we do, they're getting six goals for sure. <laughs> oh, Miller's still on, on Buffalo? Who? Who, who who are your Leaf scores? You said Bunting, Matthews, and... I said Bunting, Matthews, and Nylander Ooh. for three. And then Thompson and Skinner, two each. Jeff, Skinner. Skinner. 
What a legend, man. Just absolutely secured the bag. Oh, my God. I've, mm. I think we've said it a million times in this podcast. I want his agent negotiating everything I do in life. Yeah. You know, picking cousins to win or to win to score. Nah. Cody Eakin. Cody Eakin. Best world's best ugliest player. Oh, yeah. Uh, Such good lettuce. <laughs> no, if we're talking lettuce, Michael Pizzetta's in there for sure. Pizzetta. You can't even oh argue. I don't even know what to call his lettuce. It's just outrageous. It's, it's beautiful. It's outrageous. <laughs> um. Anyways, the... F- uh, Habs this week. We've got the Flyers actually tonight at seven in Philadelphia, and then a little home stretch with the Yotes, Stars, and Sens coming on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Nice, nice, nice. So hopefully Should a good couple games there. losing for you guys. So oh yeah, okay. So Colin Miller does still play for Buffalo. Oh, he's out hurt oh, though. Yeah. Eh? Is he hurt? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I'm pretty I, sure he's out he hurt. Well, he hasn't played since the fifteenth, so I was looking yeah. to see if he was playing. Because then I was gonna say he's definitely scored. <laughs> good, old, good old Sue boy scoring for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, friend of TJ. Yeah. Um, so there's one last thing. So the trade deadline is going to be next Monday. So we'll be able to talk about it next week. Shrev, any predictions for the trade deadline for the Leafs? I have no idea. <laughs> I see so many things online. I'm just, I don't know. I think the biggest thing I see, which I'd be happy with, is. Uh, uh, getting Chikrin, Kike, whatever his name is. Chikrin. Yeah. <laughs> he got hurt last night. He might not be available anymore. Um, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Hall get shipped off for no reason at all. <laughs> Bag of pucks and some Gatorade? Not even. Just, I don't <laughs> know. I'm I'm not happy with him. I haven't been for since last year, I think. I, have I don't to know say what it is, man. He I came have to say he's been was, playing better the past couple weeks. He has, but... I don't know. I just, I, I have ze- like, I, I just, I have zero can't trust. Him. I feel like that's all just been destroyed. <laughs> so it's like, I can't, I don't know if that'll ever come back. Maybe it will, but what? I don't know. I like my faith in, in Hall. Cause like last year he went on this stretch, like at the beginning, he played really well. Especially oh, yeah. Hall, for, Hall for uh, Norris. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, seems like a lifetime ago. No, he played really well out of the gate and then uh, just kind of was like, oh, you know, I forget how to play hockey again. I don't know what it is. It's like he just, dude, just misses every assignment given. Like, it's, I don't know. So many, like, oh, it's depressing. <laughs> I don't even think, like, uh, I was, like, you know, everyone calls him, like, the Jake Gardner now of our defense, I guess. But I don't know. I like so I'd like, to, I'd like to see... Uh, some, I'd like to see our, our our defensive line get shored up. That's for sure. If we can get like a top four guy, then I'd be happy. Like I'd like to see Muzzinster playing up to what he should be playing. Yeah, when he comes back. I don't know. He comes back healthy. Yeah. Um. So I think our D went from being pretty good and reliable to all of a sudden not that great, and our goaltending struggling at the same time. So. I don't know if there's much. I don't think there's much you can do with the the goaltending except play through it. Because um, I'm afraid to see what we'd have to pay to get somebody. Um, yeah. So if if possible, I'd like to, uh, you know, build up the back end, get get shore up the defense for sure, and uh, please bring Phil Kessel home. <laughs> <laughs> We're already paying half a salary, so why not? Yeah. Uh. And- 
man, there's a couple hot dog carts downtown Toronto that he just frequented them. They're missing sure. him. They're missing him hard. <laughs> man. Instead of throwing waffles on the ice, guys, we throwing hot dogs on. I the would ice? be so happy if Kessel came to this, came back to Toronto. My oh God. yeah, just play play on the get flank. a hero's welcome. Play on the flank with Nylander and Tavares. I don't even care where he plays. Just get him in there. He could put him on defense. I'd be happy. <laughs> no. uh. <laughs> oh, that may be cackle. Right. So it's time we got to wrap that up. Uh, Trev, if you uh, would like to take a minute here to uh, mainstay, pick it, you know. Oh, <laughs> I... uh, okay. Fair enough. If you want. Yep. Uh, okay, I run a, uh, a bathroom uh, remodeling company. If anybody's interested, I specialize in uh, doing, uh, you know, uh, accessible washrooms and uh, just custom washrooms. If you want, uh, you know, a change, then uh, give us a call. Yeah, Main state design. Just say some of the some of the best work I've I've seen. Yeah, honest no God. Not not trying to pump your tires or anything here, but you do some it's fantastic okay, work. Pump man. away. I uh, yeah, I do. do I, I still. Work. I still do not believe uh, Jules' bathroom. I I don't believe that's the same bathroom. You, yeah. You you redid that whole basement. I don't believe that's the same room that I have seen before. It's amazing yep. what a bathroom could do. Yep. Yeah. And it's amazing and, uh, what you can do to a bathroom. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I feel anyway, like that's a great way yeah. to wrap it up. And we both expect discounts when we get our bathrooms redone for that Absolutely. show. Right? <laughs> Anyway, right. thanks for coming Except on, Trev. Appreciate you coming. Yeah, you're paying double. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no worries. No worries. I mean, we we really appreciate whenever you come on. Like Catano said, we're not waiting another fifty episodes to get your ass back on here. Uh, hey, pick, pick a number. Pick a number between fifty-one and hundred, and you can show up on that episode. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Let's All go, right. uh, Obviously, number sixty-nine. That's yes. Right. Yeah. We have, <laughs> have to do a special for sixty-nine too. We have to. Uh, yes. No. Absolutely. Like, was there any other number I could have? No, picked? no, that's no. Like as <laughs> soon as I said it, I I knew where we were going, and that's great. Yeah. Yep. So again, thanks for coming on, man. We always appreciate uh, appreciate when when you do. Um, appreciate. And guys. yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see you next week for episode fifty-one, guys. Thanks. <laughs>